We are all connected. So join me as I talk to like-minded people about topics that are appropriate to the current times we are living in. My name is Lerato Shabalala and this is Relevant. Hi everyone. Welcome to Relevant with me, Lerato Shabalala. I am like so excited to be uh, talking to my guest. She's my friend. When I say she's my friend, I mean like the necklace that I'm wearing, this necklace, this one, she got it for me. <laughs> Just saying. And we've known each other for 18 years. It's a very long time. We have literally grown up in front of each other. Um, we have uh, collected friends, enemies, frenemies. Um, we have done superficial <laughs> egg pieces together at Fashion Weeks. I have worn her consistently for more than a decade, for about 15 years. So I am just... I'm just so thrilled to introduce a Bogoto Award winner, okay, a fashion designer, a wife, a friend, okay, and a woman with amazing style, the founder and creative director of Rubicon Clothing. You all knew this was coming. Hungry, my friend, how are you? Hello. <laughs> hello everyone um hello Loretta, my darling dearest heart um thank you for having me here on relevant you know i just i'm just honored to be here with you and it's it's just yeah i knew it was coming <laughs> somehow i knew it was coming but yeah, i know you wouldn't force anything it has to happen naturally you know and it must unravel but i'm really excited to have to share this moment you know with you it's, it's, it's an absolute pleasure, my friend. You have been one of the most consistent people in my life, uh, which is very rare in the fashion world, um, as we both know. And I've interviewed you several times. I've interviewed you for magazines, which is how we met each other in 2002. I've interviewed mm -hmm. you on uh, radio when I was on Touch Central. And obviously, I have my podcast, my own podcast, so I would. So every moment oh, I How get, amazing. <laughs> amazing we like oh you know we just thank the universe for all this because you know i mean coming you know post the lockdown that we've just had in in south africa i feel like you know it's such an honor for any business to still be standing at this time right it's right. yeah it's 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 quite amazing it's really yeah. quite amazing and i i i thank i thank i thank the universe for all that mm -hmm. because you are here we am here I'm speaking about what I'm what I've been doing since 2002. Oh. So anyone that is still standing this time around, um, I, I I bow down to you. Yes, bless your down life. You. Bless your life, everybody. And I can't echo what Hangwan is saying. Like everybody who is the fact that you God woke up woke you up this morning that you have a roof over your head. Yes, we all have problems, mm -hmm. but you know what? At the end of the day, we have our loved ones. We must be grateful. So I, I, I'm with you. Bless you. So you make me think of something, my friend. I thought like oh, I've interviewed you so many times, put you on covers, yeah. worn your clothes. So, you know, what do you say to somebody who's really one of your close friends? And I thought I wanted to ask this, which is in relation to something you've just said now. When we started in the industry and you were both starting out in the industry, there were many other contemporaries of yours who were around. You know, they mm -hmm. were bigger than you. They were worn by more famous people than you. And mm -hmm. they had the personalities to be on radio, on TV and whatever. 
And yet so many of them, and I won't name them, we both know the kind of people that we're talking about. And slowly but surely over an eight-year period to a decade, people started falling off and falling off and there were less and less people who started from that era. And I want to ask you, what do you think has kept you going? Why are you still relevant? So the reason why I started relevant is I, I, I wanted people who had long careers. Um, one of the people I'm, I'm talking to um, after you is Melanie Bala, who, as you know, has been around for over 20 years. And so what keeps you relevant? How have you remained relevant when other fashion brands who are locally made have fallen off and fallen off? I mean, you have seen old designers and new designers come up. And I'm sure it's a special gift for you. But what do you think has made you be able to um, last for as long as you have? I think, you know, my main thing that I have in me is, um, you know, remaining true to who I am. And uh, I've always, you know, stuck by, by that because I've, and it has brought me this far in both my business life and my personal life. And uh, I've never been one person that I always say I'm not like moved by trends. Mm. I am one person that love, um, I love antiques. I love, you know, I love, hence, you know, our bio will say timeless classic lines. And um, for me, that is very important because what the words that you put um, along you, with you, it's mm. what will move you in this universe because there is power in words. Mm. Um, for instance, Rubicon, I've crossed the Rubicon, is, which means, um, you know, there's no point for me of return. I'm looking ahead. Mm. You know, there's perseverance. Although, okay, when I started off, um, I started off really, you know, um, way I love, I, lo- I love the finer things of life. I love we quality. We share that. We share. Yes. I love <laughs> Yes. And I love authenticity mm. i love um being surrounded by genuineness uh i'm not moved by contemporary really stuff that will see today and then the next mm. day it's gone mm. and because i find that tiring um for the energy itself and because i also embrace energies I'm, I'm really about you know um how I'm very interested in human beings, how they feel. So I really care a lot. I give a lot of me in everything that I do, hence in my work, uh, my creativity as well. So, I mean, I remember back in, my, in 2002, there was a certain uh, personality um, who, who is still standing and would, would um, I'm, I just bumped into this person um, in the parking lot of one of the malls. Mm. And he was like, what's happening to Rubicon? So and so are like up there, you know. I mean, I was hurt at that point, oh. you know. <laughs> Imagine, you know, I'm being told that, that I'm not doing anything about this brand because obviously he saw some, something very interesting, but he needed it to be seen by everyone. But I mean, Rubicon was a baby. Mm-hmm. Rubicon was a baby. It still needed to be natured. I still needed to breastfeed it. I still needed it to go through the teenage years. The teenagers were just like something else. Why? Well, it's 18 years now. I think it's young adult. But I found the brand as well. Like um, when it started hitting its adolescent stage, it was way ahead of me, way ahead of me, and I couldn't keep up with it. And I remember even because I listened to what people say. When someone comes in and says, um, your, your brand is much bigger than you, 
And I'm like, okay, so what do you expect? Do you expect me to be like everywhere, be seen in all the social pages, be seen, um, you know, in all way, you know, where everyone is having the, the time of their lives, but behind exactly. the scenes, really, they're not really having the times of their life because it's temporary. Exactly. You know? um, yeah, we need to work on who we are. Hence, as African people, or let me rather say uh, black people, because, I mean, it's a young democracy in South Africa. We are catching up with mm. our European counterparts. And we need to nature who we are. It takes time. It takes years. Hence, they talk about generational wealth. Mm. We need to work at it. Mm. So for me, really, I wasn't really moved because I came from a background where I, my grandfather, my mom's dad, had businesses. Mm. And um, I, didn't, I don't think um, I was brought in a family where shortcuts are uh, you know, taking, you know, the, the, the shortcut of things in life, um, it's, it's, it's something that will excite anyone. Mm. So even for me to be on television or being in the magazines, you know, I mean, with my, 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 my mother or my dad, yes, they celebrated that we need to celebrate ourselves, but we shouldn't just easily get excited that that's our destiny. Mm. that's our destiny because destinies can be cut anytime mm. <laughs> it can be cut anytime so with rubicon itself um starting from 2002 i really did not rush it i did not ha- i think i thank god for that that i did not rush anything i did not i was not not nothing blocked me i mean i i knew everyone i knew every relevant person in the industry that could have actually helped you know, mm. with taking it forward. But I needed to work in the roots, the infrastructure, knowing the essence, the the fabric, the, what do you call it, the blueprint of the business itself. Yeah. And not just taking it out there like it's, um, it's, 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 um, it's a, what do you call it? Um, when I always say, why not a takeaway food? You know, yeah, like just exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's a process. So, and I think the old designers must understand that when they say, um, what's, your, what's your design process? <laughs> There's a whole lot that goes into that meaning of design process. So you, you talk about, I want to come back to the thing about the business itself, right? The blueprint for the business. But you said something so interesting. You said during the teenage years of Rubicon, the brand was ahead of you. Uh, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Because it sounds like you almost had to emotionally catch up um, with how big it, did it go, did it become bigger than what you had thought? Did it happen too quickly? Is it all of the above? I was, I was, I was not ready for all the, the, what it was giving me, what it was doing out there. I was literally not ready. Mm. And um, I'm, I'm not really like, <sighs> I don't want to put it this way. I'm not really a public person, but my industry makes me a public person. I know exactly. I have to be out there. You know, I have to be out there and share. I needed the products to speak for itself rather than me being out there. But now it required the person behind this brand to come out and now start talking. Uh, what if I didn't really have the real resources to run with this brand? Because sometimes we need to re- really remain true to who we are. It's very difficult for designers. It's mm. honestly very difficult for designers. I think where I am right now, I am ready. I am ready for, for what Rubicon is all about. Mm. And I, I've grown. I think 18 years really qualifies, qualifies that. 
as in the early teenage years, I just, I was just like, what is this? I mean, events will be imposed on me on Rubicon itself. And I would just say, okay, I, I just felt like I didn't have a backbone, you know, yeah. managing what I was seeing. And, um, and I mean, at the end of the day, I felt like I don't, I can't let this opportunity pass. Mm. Because I've had so many opportunities that have passed. Mm. You know, they don't repeat themselves. But I find myself sometimes that I've been, I've been truly blessed that I've had opportunities that have passed that have like literally like showing themselves again now, mm. in the now, mm. in the now. As if, as if I've like probably end my dues. Mm. Um, yeah. It, I don't it, know. it makes total sense to me because my mother used to watch me um, when I would be at events and I would be running away from the camera and she would see me, she'd say to me, you were at this event and I saw you run away from the camera. And it was, <laughs> you know, our mother's people real, they don't play. And, what she, and she said to me, why do you keep, it keeps following you and you keep running. It keeps following you and you keep running. And I needed to get to where you, that's why our friendship, um, was authentic and real because we both understood that we were in in uh, a public professions, but we were not public people. And mm. you know, we we would we would talk and see the same people, and we understood how we felt. And now I'm I'm also at that place where I'm like, okay, I am happy to step in the light that the Lord has given me. But I wasn't ready. I mean, I completely. I completely understand where you come from. So how did you, so I have a two, my question is in, is in two. The first one is, how did you, and, and I see what you're saying when you say you didn't have a backbone, but you were just showing up for things because you felt under pressure, like that's what you needed to do. But how did you manage your ego? Because the fashion industry, like the media industry in general is, is all of us are, are living in an ego industry. So how did you manage your ego when you were just like, look at this designer, they're here, look at this one, they're there, they're in this, and I don't, I can't, and I haven't. So how did you deal with that? And what changed? The second question is, what shifted? Obviously, there's age, we both uh, matured, we're still cute, yeah. Okay? Yeah. We're still cute. Yeah. don't make that mistake. But like, yeah. there's age as well, but what what changed in you? What, what shifted that made you go, it's okay to step in the light that was always yours. The light was just waiting for you to step in it. So what, what, what shifted and how did you handle your ego during those years? Oh, um, <laughs> you know, uh, okay. Can I say the lockdown really helped so much? Yes, you can. It helped a lot of us. It really, although, I mean, we've lost some loved ones in the process, uh, but I found that I healed somehow, you know, I feel like I'm recharged. I'm, I was able to, to go back to who I am, you know, in terms of, because um, when you sell the true self, like for instance, my latest collection, I've like, I had, most people didn't know why I'm in the fashion industry. You know, but those that at least, at least maybe grew up with me, they are not surprised that I end up in the fashion industry. Uh, my mother has been like a phenomenal figure in my life, but she was very strict by bringing me up, like extremely strict. 
although she took me to obviously in my standard six then i'll call it standard six uh, we have the standard yeah. six generation yeah she, put, yeah she put me into a world of um education in in pretoria i was in boarding so at least i was able to stay away from that strict strictness my mom was very strict as a divorcee although my parents have always been like phenomenal figures in my life being divorced but um and i've always like shied away from using what brought me up looking more into my grandmother because my grandmother was more calmer so i mean if you check all my interviews i'll speak about my grandmother my grandmother died like she um she died like two rather say passed on two years ago so i've always been like looking up to her because she's come even the way i decorate my house you know even mm. very classic woman very very uh elegant my mom, my grandmother was very elegant and very calm but she carried her message across mm. all the time i mean being the a headmaster for so many years she became a headmaster at the age of 21 you know and um so I never looked into my mom because thinking okay she's always been very very strict in my life so that that somehow caused a bit of a rift for so many years yeah. until I grew spiritually I got to know why I'm here on earth what is my calling here on earth all these other things don't really matter whatever whoever does anything to you what is behind them we are all spirit beings so I healed and i started i had like a an awakening you know a serious awakening where i really i feel like it needs to be penned down in a book uh, about healing mm. and um hence the vibrancy in this collection is so vibrant it's so classic it's so it's so nostalgic it it's so easy for me to even sell it to even talk about it to even articulate the collection So I brought her in into the just to honor my mom because I am in fashion because of her. Mm-hmm. When <laughs> you was you, you, you healed sorry. your mom. Sorry my friend I wanted to ask this before I forget. And healing is different for different people. Sometimes it means you go to the person, you say how you felt and then there's like an apology what got or there's an understanding. Or you go inward to understand why the strictness and all these other things were where it's an inward journey. Was it a two-way thing? Did you guys discuss it? Or was it mainly just you during lockdown saying, why, why do you need to heal? So uh, w- with that, um, for me, it was really an awakening because I've been working on it for so many years. and you know we do sometimes speak about it and you know and i felt like i i've lived throughout my whole life being fearful because of her being strict on my life yeah. in my life so it's somehow that that's why i even had a different approach in bringing my own children up yeah. um and it wasn't just like something that i just woke up to i just said you know um it, i felt like now i am ready to because if i had started using my mother as an inspiration from maybe 2002 i don't think i would have lasted because she would have been celebrated so much mm. you know with the collection it would have been one of those that resonates with everyone mm. because they would be able to identify with themselves because you know um fashion is about feeling it's about who we are who, who how would want to feel you know the movement the feelings in that so 
her kind of um, the inspiration that I get from my mom is that it always brings joy to people. It always brings, you know, you 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 just want to you want you want to dress up. You just want to, mm-hmm. and it's either you wear it up or down, you know. So with this collection, um, I'm able to. If I had done it, I don't think I'll still be here if I had started off that way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what yeah. it means because I, I would have created like trends, you know, the trends. They 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 they. They, they, they. What do you call it? Um, trends are a cycle, isn't yeah, it? They yeah. come back. They, they come and go. And and they yes, come back. yes. They come and go. Yeah. So, I feel like I would have created something that people just celebrate. I think this is with with us South Africans, we love just if a person a joined uh, a cafe or something uh, opens up, we'll adore it for six months. And then after that, we move to the next. We're over it, yeah. We're over it. So I don't want, I didn't need, uh, somehow I didn't need that. But I feel like even with this collection, I need to really be on my toes all the time so that it always resonates. It always makes people feel special. It always makes people feel um, transformed, mm. you know, because um, I, I wouldn't want anyone to just say, ah, it's, it's dated. I don't know. I can't wear that. Yeah. <laughs> I still wear stuff that you made from years ago. No, I guess what I was asking my friend was um, when you were going through your healing journey through, during this um, lockdown, was it mainly just you having conversations with your mother or was it you having conversations with yourself and God to say, I, I need to let go. I need to heal. So that's what I wanted to know from you. Because I know a lot of people, when you speak about healing, people think that sometimes you bring your parents in. But it's not always the case. Our parents are a different generation. And they're like, okay, so you're going to therapy. You're trying to heal. Leave me out of it. So I guess that's what I was trying to get at between you and your mom. Is it, was it you just being like, okay, let me be mature, let me move on, I love my mom, we're perfect, or did you guys have a discussion? Or discussion? We've had so many discussions before. Yeah, we've had so many discussions before, but it never led to any where I am at now. Yeah. So this, um, well, this really ha- happened from um, me being, you know, obviously communicating with my source, our source, yes. our God. Yes. And, and, you know, and praying and coming to a place where I've grown now. And um, we can all, you know, we, you know, but age doesn't mean that you're matured. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the spiritual side of ourselves, is, the spiritual side of ourselves is what will determine that growth. Amen. You know, so, yeah, because God doesn't operate in time. He operates out of time. Yeah. And... Yeah, <laughs> so I it really honestly is it's more about that I needed it was more a, a conversation with myself because God is within here. Yes, He's He's in yes. me. Yes, He yes. He's in me. He's not in another, and I can't find Him in Rado. It, yes, you've got there, there is God in you, the same God that you've got. I've got it. I've got Him in here. <laughs> so it, it's that conversation that I've, I've been having with myself and um, meditating, reading, and yeah, coming to, to a sense, to my sense of being, coming to, coming to that place of, yes, 
it has happened, but probably for to teach me something, you know. I was once told that a certain person is in my life to teach me lessons of life. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. So uh, our, our mothers are special. They're special no matter, no matter who, who or what they are. They are really special because they've birthed us. Yeah. They've, they've I mean, birthed us. And, and, and given us lessons. I mean, it's, it's just mothers are, mothers are uh, amazing. I mean, we're talking about meditation, so... I do it every single day. I hold on to it. I don't know how I survived without meditation. I'm grateful to lockdown because yeah. now I'm like, good Lord, I have to, I get to have a conversation, yeah. an intentional conversation with God every single day where I go within and there's a discussion that we have. I feel, I've never felt better. I, I, I don't even want to lie to you. Like, I'm just like, what was I doing before? So you called this collection Little Origin. Yeah. And okay, so I'm wearing the Little Virgin T-shirt. Everybody, I don't know if you can see. And love, <laughs> and I want to know. Love, I love, love, love. I love that. <laughs> I love that right back. Everyone that I come across, you know, everyone that I come across, I said you need to have that T-shirt. Yes, you can't be associated to me and you don't have that T-shirt. No, you can't. Okay, that T-shirt is very special. It's, it's depicting um, two phenomenal figures on that T-shirt. I mean, the myth of origin is my grandfather's um, report on Mapungube. Mm. And, um, and, and it, I mean, obviously, it was declared a World Heritage Site after right, his, yeah. um, his late name, his soul rest in peace. And, yeah, my, my, my darling, dearest, everything, you know, um, he, he never, a week never passed by without him contacting me. And sometimes he would ask me, do you have work? Because, you know, <laughs> do you have, you know, do you need, some, do you have work? Because like, you know, as families, some people don't want to understand that, you know, what we're doing, fashion is actually, there's the business side of things. So the thing is just entertainment when you're dressing people and when you're, you know, what you're selling. So he would ask me, can I involve you into tourism? Can I get you involved in tourism? Because he didn't really think I've got looking at Rubicon to him. He didn't see it as, <laughs> as work. So now I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to carry his legacy forward and translate his, what, what he wrote about into fashion Mm. You know, translate it through fashion and people can speak about it as well so that I can remember him in a very special way mm. and yeah and then the picture there are you able to stand up okay <laughs> I'm only doing right, asking me yes, please there, we go. <laughs> there we go here are the two figures that you're talking okay, about this mommy that's my mom and Yes, that's my mother and that's my, that's me, they on her back. That's, and, um, that's a right? true picture of ourselves. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's mommy. So it's my grandfather and my mother. I'm yeah, and I'm, I'm paying homage to them, loving them so much with all my heart. And yeah, I feel that this t-shirt is, it gives me goosebumps all the time. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond really clothing. There's a whole lot of meaning. And as mothers, and I'll need anyone out there, you know, we, you know, to really celebrate our mothers. If you've got a good relationship with your mom, celebrate them when you, you can still celebrate them. Yeah. We need to carry our mothers. We need to carry it forward. It can't just be me and my mom on that T-shirt. You know, if you've got a special pic of yourself with your mom, put it somewhere mm-hmm. on a T-shirt or something. I think, I think it's amazing. 
I think it's amazing. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it, truly, it truly is amazing. But then what are you like as a mom? I mean, I know. And my, Chima and Zwebo call me. I believe, I, yeah, you, okay. <laughs> They've made you so old, ne? <laughs> no, and at least you allow them to call you there. You know, I know, I know. It's just really the, um, the respect to Shima and Zubu are just like really, I think I've been a good mother so far. Mm. I've been truly, you know, but we can never know because these people came through us, but they've got their own journey. Yes, yes, that's they've for They've got sure. their own destiny. They came through us. I must do whatever I can to mold them. And I think I've done a good job so far. And they, they, I must allow them to be who they are called to be. And I can't hold them back from being who they are. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I, I see how much you've allowed mm-hmm. them to, um, um, it, Zubu's matric dance, um, we were all there. He, he designed his own uh, suit and mm-hmm. just... Yes, yeah looked so dashing like i couldn't believe it i'm like oh my goodness this kid grew up in front of me like i'm watching him you know he's like auntie okay are you gonna take a picture i'm like oh my god he's got like, <laughs> he's got like a yeah. and chima's like the most independent yeah. most beautiful most fierce she's gonna be fierce my friend she's gonna be she's gonna we think she's fierce now chima wow. is going to do yeah. some incredible things because just because of her mind um, and I think a lot of it has to do with you and your husband, you know, um, um, coming together to create them. And as you say, they don't belong to any of us. They belong to themselves. We all belong um, to ourselves. So yeah. when you talk about legacy and generations, you come from a family with a lot of legacy and generations. What are you hoping to leave behind for them? What do you hope the name Rubicon means and what, what do you want it to invoke in your children and in your family and those of us who are your friends when you hear that and you think, this is the kind of legacy I want to leave behind? You know, um, I'm actually very quite blessed that Shima also loves fashion, although she's been, um, she's studying law. Mm. She loves fashion. Also, Zubi is very creative. So um, slowly but shortly with Shima, I've been literally giving her small tasks with Rubicon. You know, she's been, yeah, she's been really, really phenomenal because I need, I need, I've, I tell my family that I need continuation with Rubicon. Yes. If I happen not to be here tomorrow, there needs to be, I shouldn't find, I mean, I should, in the, if I'm gone, my, my, my website must continue. Yes. My infrastructure must continue. And it shouldn't be something. So, we, and I believe in carrying things forward within the family. And I think, really, as Africans, we need to learn that. I think um, it will really do a lot of good in changing our economies as Africans, yeah. and um, not just looking at things that are that are that um, that is for for the now and. Mm-hmm but when I think of generations to come. So I really like to see Rubicon being carried from generations to generations. I mean, I, I, mean, I hear businesses that are like, you know, where I, I, they're my suppliers of Rubicon. They've been operating for over 100 years. 
And I mean, I find that very special understanding. And it's really, you find that there's family members in there running with that. So Rubicon, I think I I will leave it in good hands. I've really balanced that with the kind of staff um, that work with me, my colleagues. Um, And, you know, they're really invested in in the running of things. And um, slowly but shortly, you know, um, I've been bringing in systems in place where I've got people that have got the expertise at um, the whole spectrum of Rubicon itself. I really would like it to grow to become an empire one day. That's my, that's my dream. If that doesn't happen, yeah. No, there's yeah. no if. It will happen. It's a, it, there's no, yeah. it's going to be like Yin Solora, you know what I mean? It's going to be like Louis Vuitton. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to last because it has and because the intention is there, my yeah. friend. But yeah. we now go back to something you said right at the beginning of the interview, which is... Mm-hmm the business of fashion. So when most people think of being a fashion designer, they think of dressing up famous people, being on the red carpet with them, uh, being interviewed, being famous, basically. That's what people think (laughs) fashion designing is about. And I have to break it to you kids, but it is not. Um, To do a collection requires time, it requires vision, energy, but also business acumen. So I, I really want us to double click on the business acumen. I want to ask you about the fundamental lessons you learned about business because there's the people aspect, right? Which is the people around you. And we've been friends long enough for me to have seen different people in and out of your business. Um, some people yes. have been great for it yeah. and some people where I was like, oh, my friend, like this person. And so it's not only just the money, right? No. <laughs> it's also like the, yes. the people. Uh, so what have you learned and what are you doing differently? And what advice do you have for someone who's a fashion designer who's watching you and think, I want to be in, I, I feel like I relate to her. I want to be in this industry. What advice do you have for people? Because I don't think there's enough advice. There isn't enough advice on that because, um, you know, I've always, I always say that in, you know, for young designers or any up and coming designer, uh, they mustn't look at so and so is famous. You mustn't look at the fame part of things. Yes, fame will come with your work. You know, it's not about if you're yeah. fame hungry, yes, then maybe you're in the wrong industry. Maybe you must start going into act- acting, exactly. you know, drama, <laughs> going to that. But fashion, fashion is not about just um, the glitz and the glam and who's wearing your dress or, you know, it's about the business side of things as well. Um, because the money that goes into the likes of your international labels, I don't even want to mention them, you know, the luxurious brands, is you, you don't even want to know how much it's invested in those, invested in those uh, brands. Um, looking at the South African market, you know, it's, it's, as compared to them, it's a very small pie. And you need to, everything must translate into sales. I always say mm-hmm. everything that you do that you get into, it must translate into sales. If you want your business to continue, if you want, if you want your business to be a charity, 
then then maybe form an NGO and start looking into something like that. Yeah. <laughs> form an NGO or something. Because, but if everything that you do, whether it's a social media post, it must be able to translate into sales. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you've got a number, a, f- a few likes in your social media. It doesn't mean that having a thousand likes in your uh, on your social media platforms is going to translate into sales. You need to know what the target market is there. Are they just excited that so-and-so is wearing your dress? But um, uh, associate yourself with, um, with people who've got the same values, you know, in business. Um, associate yourself with, 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 with like-minded people that you got values for, but uh, the hype of being famous and, uh, hey, you'll die poor, hey? <laughs> die poor. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm laughing <laughs> because it's true, because we, we both know that people say, oh, you've got X amount of followers, but you've got X little in the bank, you know, so yeah. It, it, yeah. it has to, <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah. has to, it has it's, to. It's, translate into something definitely it has to translate into into something have you made any mistakes with people that you brought into your business and you were like oh gosh this is not working out and how have you handled it because you and me like people and we don't like being disliked even though a lot of people dislike us uh which is funny um yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh well. They don't dislike us, they dislike themselves. Yes, actually that's they don't they don't yeah. They don't like themselves. Yeah. yeah. When you love yourself, you love everybody else, to be honest. It's just how it is. And the first yeah. you need to love yourself yeah. first before you can give love to others. But how have you handled situations? Because in our industry people talk. People say, I don't work with Hangwani because of this. Lerate did that to me. And, um, you know, people prefer these people. How have you dealt with someone that you thought was close from a business perspective? I mean, friendships we all have had, but somebody that you thought they were really going to be helpful to you. And then they just, it didn't turn out that way. How have you handled um, those types of situations in business? Because if it's a business transaction, you know that it's, a, it's not a personal transaction, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so with business, I keep quiet. I remain quiet. Okay. I keep quiet and observe. Okay. Because it's beyond me. You don't know why that happened. Because sometimes being confrontational, yes, you can speak around the table, around the boardroom table and agree to a certain extent, but you can never change a human being. A human being can only change themselves. Mm. So you keep quiet and you remain graceful. You remain graceful. Be diplomatic. Great. Smile Mm -hmm. and let it go. Yes. And let it go and just keep quiet. Don't even entertain it because the more you talk about it, you're giving it power. Mm Mm-hmm. You are giving it power to continue. Mm-hmm. And that's true. You know, like, I think we've both, <laughs> <laughs> we both have known certain people in the industry. I know. <laughs> and we just like, we talk about it over champagne. You all know us as friends. You know, we love our champagne. Me and yeah. I, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But we both just decided that grace and elegance and just there's no need to play in the dust. You know, you can just go, it's okay, it's how you feel, it's fine. Because when you are fighting, it means now we're on some level you believe that, which actually is not even worth it. So um, I want to ask you uh, a tricky question. I'm sorry for asking you a tricky question on camera, but I have to. Yeah, (laughs) look at me. (laughs) (laughs) So you said you need to associate yourself with people who have the same values, which is is Uh important, whether um, those are your friends or your business associates, it's important because your values will, you know, um, make sure you're bonding. So have you ever, yes. <laughs> you don't have to say names, but have you ever decided not to dress anyone um, and why? Where they, celebrity or normal person, where they were like, oh, I want to wear Rubicon, and you were like, not you. Have you, have, you, have you had that where you're like, actually, not you, no thanks. And why? So many times. I've had actually a couple of times. A couple of that in the 18 years, honestly, because I find uh, I found myself that they were not ready for Rubicon and we're not ready for them. Yeah. And um, and we're just not having the same outlook of things because our vision is different from their vision. So I would I, I, I I've got a way of saying no politely and and. It's painful because a no is a no. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, had, I've had that a couple of times where really, I mean, they are not having the audience that we're, we're looking at. Not that I'm being, I'm discriminating that Rubicon can't just dress anyone, but you need to be ready to wear Rubicon, honestly. You no. need to be. Yes. Like, like everything must be in sync. Everything must be in sync. So, um, yeah, I've had, I've had so many of those and I've had, um, I've had those that I've said no back in the back. Um, I mean, like a couple of years ago that I find that now, yeah, you are ready. When I look at you, you are ready. We can, we can, you can, we can, because you've got, you're almost trying to get to, to 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 look at how we see things mm. as Rubicon. Yeah. So um yeah, I've had some that I have said no before that I'm like, oh mm, okay, there's growth there. There's something the mind is ready. Mm. The mind is ready. Because really it's really not about the number of people that you need to dress. It's um, it must translate as well into quality. Yes, sales but also quality yeah. at the same time. Um, yeah. No, that's crucial. I mean, yes. um, <laughs> the answer is yes. So you have dressed uh, from <laughs> Basi to Zizo to Pearl Tusi. I mean, there's so many of us who have worn your clothing and continue to, to wear it. There is a project that you and I have talked about for years. I'm not going to mention what it's called. Um, but I want to know for you, what is next? What do you want to do next? Because this project, we've been talking about it forever. 
okay? And I know with you and I, it's all about timing. You know, even with this podcast, I wasn't like, oh, you're my friend, let me call you first. I needed to get in the right space as it is, even when you wear Rubicon clothing. So where do you think, and as my last question, where do you want to go next? I know you're, you're always reinventing yourself. You're always changing. Um, your aesthetic has similarity, but you're always changing and expanding. And I, I want to know after going through um, COVID-19 and after now settling, getting into the 40s and being fun. I mean, people don't know how fun and silly you are. People actually have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't know. <laughs> that's sad. That's- Side. That's, that side is very private. I love it, by the way. So what's coming for you? I feel like you are the highest expression of yourself. You are, mm. I mean, you wore that beautiful jumpsuit for uh, the Myth of Origins showcase this year. And I was lucky enough to MC it. And thank you, my friend. There's so many of us who had a reunion oh, day. Yeah. It was amazing. So where are you going? What are you doing? With it was amazing. It was Fantastic. amazing. You know, I would like to, okay, one of the things that I found myself to be uh, um, during lockdown, I thought, you know what, Hangwan, you haven't been giving back the way you are meant to be giving back. I'm a very giving person, by the way. Like, um, I've, my, 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 I've got a, my heart is like, like, it's something else. Uh, let me just pet, like, yeah. Like, you need um, to catch yourself in the back. I, you know, oh, yeah. my so, very it, you know, I, I, I got into a business transaction with Rubicon, which was an added, they call it in marketing, they call it an added product, product line, which went left. So it took away from who I am. It confused me. It got me into depression. It got me into all sorts of things. But I'm... Um, I realized, no, you know, you can't just go through things where, you know, it's sort of an attack. It means there's something very spe- special with you. You know, you're valuable. And yeah. um, so it stopped me from doing what I'm called to do. Behind the Rubicon thing, um, and I want to venture into orphanages. I want to, I want to, I, I would like to go more into giving back. Mm. in that manner and uh but quietly so i don't I, honestly i wouldn't want anyone to know because i've always been doing that without people knowing that i'm doing it and uh i felt like i was lacking in that because i had a destruction in my life mm. which um which thank god with the lockdown i was able to come back to my senses and say yeah you're ready go and do this and and when once i get myself into something there's magic magic comes comes into life and I would love to change people's lives. I would love to do the little that I have to do here on earth, changing people's lives and transforming. And I think um, with most people that I come in contact with, they know that I've got that. Those that have never met me, of course, they'll look at me as an aloof, maybe person that is maybe self-centered or or, or whatever, but I'm quite deep. I'm, I'm, I love Lerato. I love, I love. So I would love to love by doing, translating into changing people's lives. And, you know, and it's not about like, obviously, obviously there's so much hunger out there now. People are, are sleeping hungry out there. But we need to look into the long-term things of things. 
who's got the skills in that family? How are we going to change that family for the future so that they don't, they're not just dependent on people giving them food. They're dependent on using their skills, the gifts that they've been, they've been given. So I really would love to, to get into that space. Yeah. I really would love to connect with organizations that are in that space more and more and not just look into Rubicon, 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 Rubicon. Ah, ah, no. I know what you yeah, mean. I would love to give. I'm actually becoming very emotional now. Yeah. No, I, I, I get what you mean. But I want to say, before I let you go, that um, when you talk about Rubicon being a distraction and you giving, I want to assure you that one of the biggest gifts you can give someone is for them to see themselves in a way that they never saw themselves. And with you, for the first time in my life, before I met you, I was like, oh, you know, people call me fat. I just could never mm. find somebody who was able to look at my figure and dress me properly. I'd go into shops and the jeans would be uh, big on the waist and tight on th- like I just never mm-hmm. I, would, I never yeah. found somebody who made me feel beautiful who made my body feel beautiful and then I met you and literally my life changed my life changed I saw myself as this just glamorous beautiful uh, person and yeah. I've never You're had and that's because that's what you see. You know what I mean? That's what you yeah. see. And that is a gift also. Because by you doing that, I was able to see myself the way God sees me, which is perfectly made. And I have never thanked you publicly. And I want to thank you publicly for restoring what I had taken away from myself, which is my confidence. And yeah. I, I keep my clothes from years and years and years and years and I still wear them now because you love making other people feel good you love making special occasions you love celebrating life and you love giving of yourself and so you are just going to give in a different form you have been given I I'm really thankful for what you did for me and what you do for so many women, which is to make us feel like the queens we are, to see ourselves as beautifully made, intentionally made, graceful. And that's because that's what you are. You give us the, the gifts that you have. And for sharing your talent, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for your for your continued friendship, for your kindness and your giving, for sharing your family, your, your creativity with us. Even when you were tired and didn't want to, you still got up and you will continue to. I pray that, you know, um, our source, which you and I both call God, really covers you and protects you and your family. And just a hundred years from now, that I will be able to give my my kids the 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 pleasure of saying this is vintage rubicon not new rubicon so thank you my friend wow wow my friend i would love i would love to also just express my 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 gratitude you know for you being in my life whether being it in my highs and lows you know it's so easy for me to be able to communicate with you to share 
what I'm going through, whether I'm feeling so down, you know, because sometimes I feel like, you know, when you're going through so much out there, like you're, I don't want to use the word depression. People tend to cut themselves from people. They don't have anyone to talk to. But I find it so seamless to be able to speak to you and you're there as well. So like how you're saying that I've been there in that way, that manner, and because I've never, re- I've never judged. I've never judged, you know, and I didn't realize that I was doing, I was healing you in the process. Mm-hmm. I was part of your healing in the process. Mm-hmm. And um, I find that really, I find that really special. It's, it's, it's truly, truly special. I feel like crying now. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for being in my life. Um, me, the quiet person, I'm not really quiet. <laughs> I wish people knew that I can be, I can really have, yeah, I can really make you laugh. Yeah, I love to make people laugh. So, yeah, so I, I, I find this, just having this um, time and being able to share this with you, it's just special. And you've just made me realize that how special you are in my life. And I'll honor that for years to come. And um, you'll be seen. You'll be seen by my great grandchildren. Imagine, hey, how awesome is that? I when mean, we're all gone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. And what I what I want to do with this episode, I I want to show the years and everything I've worn because people who follow me will know. But I want to show you how eighteen years of wearing a designer looks like, my yeah. friend. Thank you so much. They are Rubicon Clothing on Instagram and Twitter. Like, follow them, everybody. I'm not going to give you Hangwana. She's private, okay? That's for me. Please. (laughs) More success, my friend. And uh, champagne the next time. Champagne, darling. (laughs) Champagne. Oh, what what man calls it? What shampoo? Shampoo. I will definitely make sure uh, you have one, my friend, before the year ends. I love you. I thank you for honoring me with your time, with your grace and your talent. And if I've never said it before, I'm going to say it again. I love you deeply, immensely, and immeasurably. Oh, I love you too. Mm. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Dance. <laughs> <laughs> This was fun. I love every moment.